DH1B Guy here, and today, DH1B Guy news for the week ending April 15th, 2022. Today I'll cover H1B lottery results for fiscal year 2023 published, Canada tech talent on the rise, and more green card wastage expected from USCIS. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention that H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process, and by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional in the U.S. facing work visa challenges? If your OPT visa is about to expire and you are not selected in the H-1B lottery, our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Join the squad. Now, the news. Well, I wanted to thank everyone who joined me on Wednesday for the H-1B Guy Live on April 13th, 2022, where I covered H-4 Work Authorization Act and the May Visa Bulletin. Please check that out if you haven't already. Here are the news stories that interested me most this week. On April 13th, 2022, Naranyan Amici for Nearshore Americas titled Canada's tech talent pool grows faster than U.S. Quote, Canada's tech talent pool is growing faster than its southern neighbor, according to data released by LinkedIn. The number of IT engineers in Canada increased by 1.6% in the past year, while the U.S. registered a growth rate of just 1.1%. The rising volume of venture capital investments in domestic tech, startup and, in domestic tech startups and the expansion of U.S. technology firms in the country are major factors driving the surge in the tech talent pool, according to analysts. The Canadian city that saw the highest growth rate, 2.2% in the tech workforce, is Calgary. The greater Toronto area saw a 2% increase in tech talent in 2021. Technically, only a half of a percent more than the U.S. grew, but neither are growing at the rate necessary to keep up with the current demand on talent acquisition. This point, though, cannot be ignored. Canada is quickly becoming a primary destination for high-skilled immigrants from around the world, and a half a percent increase over the U.S. in 2021 proves it. Canada is winning with a more friendly immigration policy that rewards skill based on merit. Express Entry, which has been in place in its current form since 2015 and Global Talent Streams since 2017, are the two primary visa types for tech in Canada. There's a reason our partners, Syndesis, Path to Canada, and Mob Squad are thriving. 
The word is out on how antiquated our immigration system is here in the U.S. for high-skilled immigrants seeking an opportunity for a better life, and that Canada is an equally attractive destination. If we want to continue to lead the world in technology and innovation here in the U.S., then we need to get very serious about reforming our immigration laws. On April 13th, 2022, written by Margaret Harding McGill for Axios, titled, Tech's Immigration Headache Isn't Going Away. Quote, tech giants are worried their employees will miss out on thousands of potential green cards this year as the U.S. continues to struggle with an immigration backlog. In a tight labor market, industry leaders say they can't afford to lose talented, high-skilled workers frustrated with long delays in granting permanent legal status. There are about 280,000 employment-based green cards available this year, but immigration officials are on track to waste about 100,000 of them based on processing times in the first quarter, said Cato Institute research fellow David Beer. Every indication is that it's going to be a lot of waste again this year, Beer said. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services used more of the visas in the first half of the fiscal year than the agency did for the same time period last year. A spokesperson for USCIS said that the employment-based applications are one of the agency's highest priority workloads and it is making a staffing and resource allocation uh, to limit the potential for the visas to go unused. The thought that another year of USCIS wasting more than 100,000 employment-based green cards is just a travesty. The aggressive pace at which the Department of State is advancing India EB2 for final action and dates of filing over the last few months leads me to believe that we're going to continue to see 60 to 90 days of forward movement until the end of the fiscal year. For fiscal year 2021, USCIS processed nearly 180,000 employment-based green cards. Will they be able to go over 200,000 this year or not is still yet to be determined. Last week I covered the Jumpstart Our Legal Immigration System Act, uh, which would recapture approximately 379,000 unused green cards across both family and employment-based categories. If the expected 100,000 waste of employment-based green cards does occur this year, hopefully a piece of legislation like H.R. 7374 will help recapture those numbers that were lost. On April 14th, 2022, in an update on USCIS.gov, fiscal year 2023 H-1B CAP registration process update. Quote, the H-1B CAP electronic registration process was again well received by users who provided a high satisfaction score with the system for fiscal year 2023, 4.84 out of 5. Registrations were submitted by more than 48,000 prospective petitioners and roughly 31% of all eligible registrations requested consideration under the advanced degree exemption. Per regulation, USCIS takes into account historical data related to approvals, denials, revocations, and relevant factors to calculate the number of petitions needed to meet the H-1B cap for a given fiscal year. 
In making this calculation, we consider the number of registrations that needs to be selected in order to receive the projected number of petitions required to meet the numerical limitations. This calculation incorporates historical rates of non-filing for prospective petitioners whose registrations are selected but who did not file a petition based on those selected registrations. For fiscal year 2023, we received 483,927 H-1B registrations and initially selected 127,600 registrations projected as needed to reach the fiscal year 2023 numerical allocations. Those with selected registrations will have their MyUSCIS accounts updated to include a selection notice which includes details about when and where to file. Thanks to a source I was notified yesterday afternoon that USCIS had published a number of H-1B registrations they had received for the H-1B lottery for fiscal year 2023. Once I was able to confirm the news, I tweeted it out. As I said in that tweet, very rarely am I left speechless, but this was one of those rare moments. For the second consecutive year, I grossly underestimated the number of registrations USCIS would receive. I was expecting somewhere over 310,000 registrations, but instead it was 483,927. USCIS subsequently selected 127,600 individuals that were granted the opportunity to submit a formal paper petition. Verifying that each registration had a 26% probability of being selected. With USCIS selecting that 127,600 individuals, it's a clear indication that they expect somewhere around a 66.5% application rate. These numbers are just staggering. Regardless of duplications, almost a half of a million registrations were received generating close to 4.84 million in revenue for USCIS, also identical to the approval rating. Moving to an electronic registration process for the H-1B lottery three years ago has completely altered the landscape and the manner to which H-1B visas are being awarded for non-exempt employers. So what does this mean for a second H-1B lottery for fiscal year 2023? I think it's still very likely to occur. And as I said on Wednesday, I think July 22nd is a really good date for a point of reference to see if and when a second selection could happen. Even with all of the negativity surrounding U.S. immigration and our outdated immigration policies, Hundreds of thousands of individuals are still seeking an opportunity to live and work in the U.S. under H-1B visa. The value of the H-1B visa has never been higher. For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending April 15th, 2022, please check out the H-1BGuy.com. And a reminder that today's news is brought to you by our sponsors, Synthesis and Pata Canada. The ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. 
To find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Synthesis or Path to Canada will be in touch. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your cost and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. And by Mob Squad, are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa challenges? If your OPT visa is about to expire and you were not selected in the H-1B lottery, our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Mob Squad helps technology professionals facing U.S. work visa uncertainty remain working with their current U.S. company nearshore from Canada as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking an opportunity to find a rewarding career in North America. They can help you obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse in as little as six to eight weeks. Whether you're looking to stay working with your, your current U.S. company or want to find a new opportunity in Canada, please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you via the link in the video description below. Join the squad. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guide channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.